Welcome to Dong Teeny, episode 59. On today's show, Simone is a bachelorette party adventure straight out of a rom-com. Steffi texts more wrong numbers and gets her feelings hurt on the internet. And Simone attends a wedding so L.A., you'll probably hate her. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Simone. How are you, Dong? I'm Dong very well. Thank you, Stephanie. And I'm recording with the correct mic today. How are you, Dong? Um, I left the printout thing for what we were going to talk about on the podcast today on the printer at work. So I'm kind of shitting my pants that somebody might find a place <laughs> there and see the word Dong and Stephanie all over the Gosh. Document. Yes, I did have the word Dong line on it. So Dong is definitely on the... Um, on the on the document let's see what else is on that page gosh uh, i think that's probably the worst word i think you'll be okay oh no 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 no! the word cock is on there <laughs> of course it is. sorry about that all right all right no it's all my fault maybe i'll finally learn but um okay okay you've been holding off on excellent information for me because you went to an excellent wedding on monday and then you were also a foster parent for a kitten all yes. weekend so oh, i just want to go ahead and hear it's, it's been a harrowing week for me. Harrowing, fun, up and down, exhausting, everything in between. So so there's an old lady that lives in my neighborhood near me. And she... Jackie. everyone Yes. And everyone sees her when they go by. And everyone everyone knows her. And she's, she's had cats. She's always got stray cats. And she lost a cat. Found a cat. She had a kitten last year for like almost a year. She lost it again because she never keeps it inside. But she has no memory. So she keeps not remembering to like any instruction people give her about them and it's a real nightmare like everyone talking to her that goes by dealing with a cat so anyway she had a new kitten this is a week ago a uh, week and a half ago she had a new kitten on saturday and i was like oh no she's got another new kitten because we're just thinking she shouldn't have pets anymore and then two days later i see her and she has a different cat and i was like what happened to the other one she's like oh i don't remember and i'm like oh shit so i then don't remember she doesn't remember so on uh on then on tuesday when i was leaving to go to work the second kitten that i had seen her with is like at the bottom of my stairs and like meows at me and runs up for help and i'm like oh god and so like <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I can't give this kitten back to this crazy old lady. So I, I, I took it in and I kept it in the bathroom and it was just meowing and meowing. It was so sweet and I got really attached to it. And I named him Walter Jr., which any Breaking Bad fan understands immediately <laughs> and thinks of calling him Flynn instead. But anyway, yeah, so little Walt Jr. and I were really bonding and I couldn't let him out because I didn't know if he had any diseases or anything that would spread to my cats. And luckily, uh, Neil Hamburger tweeted to his 60,000 followers that we needed a foster home for this little, oh. little guy and, and we found one and and then I oh, handed good. him over but like the day the day of of handing him over like it was all organized and I was really glad that we found a home for him but on the day of like I thought about giving him up and I started to get a bit sniffly at work and then my co-worker called oh. me over to like because we show each other cat pictures and she's like showed me oh, a no. Pinterest page with kittens no. and I just went <laughs> I started blubbering and she was like, oh shit, like what did she do? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I have to give the kitten up today. And I just started crying at work about the kitten. 
so yeah and so she gave me a hug and yeah I told her I'm sorry I didn't mean to blubber at her but I was really really loved the kitten so anyway so um, I gave the kitten over and I again cried in front of the stranger and I had a crying headache when I got home because I totally totally lost it yeah Bunyan came up with that because she gets those (laughs) I get them too yeah you just cry that much that yeah you get the it's like being dehydrated. Head. It's like being hungover. It's the yeah. same thing. <laughs> it's like all the moisture you had to for your body to function normally was just cried out, and now I have a dehydration headache. So anyway, so I had a crying headache, which I which I tried to replenish my fluids with beer, which I thought I deserved. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, so that was Friday, and then hair of the dong, hair of the dong. But that was Friday, and then Saturday, uh, Greg was coming back from tour, I had to go pick him up, clean the house, pick him up, and then immediately get ready to go for this bachelorette party. So Jenna, Jenna Rodman, who was our guest for the Boobtini episode, uh, she was getting married. So uh, that's why, that was the focus of uh, our bachelorette party. So this limo picks us up, and this is straight out of No Problemo, the uh, JP Incorporated um, uh, a clip, because there is a video of this happening, a clip of this happening, and it happened to me, where, because uh, Silver Lake, Las Villas area, it's all very hilly and stuff, so um, <laughs> the, the, the limo like takes this turn down this hill, I didn't think it was that steep of a hill or anything, but it totally oh, got no. stuck, and he made all of us get out of the limo to like alleviate you know, because there's only three of us in it at the time to alleviate like about 400 pounds and then he like goes down and going he <laughs> just scrapes like half the limo trying to get over the hump, and I was like oh no but we couldn't stop laughing, but we felt really bad because he was really upset about it. Because he, he just hit the thing and just <laughs> shit. We're like, oh, he's done it. And oh, it was the cheesiest limit. It was so long. And they had their like initials of their stupid company like all over it in lights. And it was really, really cheesy and ridiculous. Did she get that kind on purpose? I don't know because I, I didn't get to talk about it. But there was a big debacle with it and lateness and, and all this stuff. And really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was all kinds of, you know, lame getting started. Once it got started, it, it was it was it was totally fine but um and the guy was nice he was just yeah it was just a bit frustrating i think he'd also bumped a car with the limo as well <laughs> oh that's so yeah. funny that you guys couldn't laugh i mean what's more hilarious than that i know like, right having to get out so that it can't low ride all over the gravel I know. so all i could do is tweet about it because the only thing i could do to get it out but um yeah every time we took off from a light after that there'd be this choo sound i was like I don't know what's happened inside. But um, anyway, um, so we all got picked up from Silver Lake Westfield's area, and then we're going downtown uh, to where Jenna lives to pick her up. And on the way, this idiot, he goes some extra bit way he doesn't need to go, and he goes straight through Skid Row. And I just, like, fuck. Like, that is the absolute worst, going through Skid Row in a limo. Like, I just felt horrible and I tweeted something like the limo just drove through skid row in the, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what else to say yeah you saw that and then somebody immediately unfollowed me like they were disgusted yeah so, how could you tell well because because when I go and check like the thing I go through my phone to see like if I've had any retweets or favorites or anything oh, like yeah. my, my I go past my profile info which has my number so I don't have oh, anything that alerts me because I'm not crazy like that and meeting who somebody unfollowed me somebody unfollowed me but I saw that the number had gone down from where it had been like nice. just minutes before I was like oh shit and then I tweeted something like I'm as horrified as you are asshole so, <laughs> So yeah, that so there bitch was... is in a limo going through Skid Row. I don't want to hear anything she has to say. I know what a cunt, huh? That's but, exactly uh... the kind of thing I want to hear. I know, right? But um... you get shot at. 
Oh God, no, no, thank God. I would hope it's bulletproof, but I don't. Maybe not. We're not the president, so I don't. I don't know. I think and it does have pictures and graphics all over it. No, yeah, exactly. I don't think they bullet protect uh, 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 bachelorette parties because, well, I mean, really, why would you bother? But um, anyway, so we got picked up. We had an Indian meal, and the drinking wasn't like getting too heavy. Um, and anyway, then the. We, after the Indian restaurant, we went to uh, there's this thing called the Tomorrow Show, this comedy show that happens every week um, after midnight. So that's why it's called the Tomorrow Show because it starts at midnight. And we were the subject of the show. We were like put on stage so for the comedians to like direct their comedy at the Bachelorette party, which was really bizarre. And there was a little little bar set up and and somebody serving us drinks. So that's when like we really got completely wasted because like there was no measure of how big the drinks were. Like they just kept pouring and. They didn't know how big they were so anyway so that was that was fun there was a magician uh that i got to be involved in the trick but I, it was at the same place i had my magic classes too so i was like now i'm on stage part of a magic trick it was great but um yeah so that part's kind of blurry because i got i got too drunk and then i ruined my four and a half year record of not vomiting so um oh, you know there's that seinfeld episode yeah but there's that seinfeld episode where he um uh, Jerry's like notes how long it had been since he last vomited when they're at that bakery and so ever since then I've kind of kept a tab on it so the last time I vomited was April 2008 and so now I've got to reset the oh. clock to August 2012 so, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway I can't remember the last time I did yeah you should mm. note it down so uh, mm. it's, it's kind of good to know but uh, anyway so yeah so uh, <laughs> why <laughs> I don't know I think it's a good record to hold like how long can I go without vomiting so I remember it's funny because I'm That's so funny. into it now that while my head was like hovering over the bowl I was thinking it's over <laughs> like I was like That's really concerned so about the record <laughs> oh, That's awesome. yeah but anyway so that was the that was the party I picked again in the morning and that was it and um, and then uh, Sunday was just a day of recovery uh, because I had a really, really terrible hangover. It actually went kind of into Monday, too. I still felt a little nauseous. But anyway, so then on Monday was the wedding. It was this crazy prepared in two weeks wedding, which... For in two weeks? In two weeks, yeah. The bachelorette party was set before the actual wedding. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because we knew it was coming up, it was coming up, and then suddenly, bam, we're doing it in two weeks on a Monday at, like, 6.30. Why, did, why so last minute? And why on a Monday? Uh, I, probably because if you're doing something last minute, Mondays are, are available, <laughs> I would think. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, good luck getting a Saturday two weeks out. I don't think that's going to happen. So um, Why so? But they've been engaged for a long time, right? Uh, at least, I would say at least all this year that I that I could think of yeah so who was it who's um, the guy though I know uh, Janelle oh uh Tommy Giannis so um okay. yeah so so the uh the 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 Efficient or the uh, the celebrant for the wedding, the person that married them was Bob Odenkirk, which was totally awesome because Greg and I again we've been so into Breaking Bad lately. It was like, oh my god, it's like such a bonus that uh, that uh, that uh, uh, Saul Goodman. He actually opened. He opened saying, uh, uh, "Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Bob Odenkirk. I play Saul Goodman on Breaking Bad." <laughs> And everyone applauded because everyone's so into it. And then he said, "That's this so like a Mr. Show opener. Like that's exactly yeah, yeah. Like how he would open those." <laughs> totally. 
exactly. And then um, and they said this wedding is sponsored by Droid, and then gave a little speech about Droid. Was it seriously? <laughs> no, no, it was just a joke. Oh, that's but, um, hilarious. Yeah, but um, but then the kicker was so then Jenna, you know, they said you know usual sort of you know marriage ceremony stuff, and then Jenna did her vows, and then it was Tommy's turn, and then he said a little bit of something, and he's like, I know I'm supposed to be a writer, but uh, I'm you know I'm having having a tough time coming up with the right words, so I'm gonna let Tenacious D do it. So oh my god, yeah. So suddenly Jack Black and Kyle Gass get up and do a song. So that was oh. so awesome. Did they sing "Fuck Her Gently"? No, they didn't. And I was thinking it would be really great if they had done um, Beals the Boss from the Tenacious D movie. <laughs> you know, I am complete. <laughs> yes, you are fucked. Shit out of luck. Now I'm complete, and my cock, you will suck. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. That's my favorite song, like one of my all-time favorite songs too. But no, they did, uh, they did a song. I don't remember all the words because I was kind of too giddy and excited. But yeah, having Tenacious D play at your wedding—how fucking cool is that? So uh, yeah, so they had that, and then um, Stephen Brody Stevens, our feral audio uh, podcast mate, was the MC for the night. And yeah, it was just fucking a great, great wedding pulled together in two weeks. And uh, Jenna, if you're listening, we applaud you. Yay! Yay. Yeah, so great um, dress. It was a fabulous great dress. dress. Such a pictures. nice dress. Yes. So um, yeah, she looked she looked absolutely gorgeous, and her vows her vows were so great. I mean, I can't remember them. I'm not going to recite them, even if I did. But yeah, they were just really, really, really got to the point. They was oh, I loved them. So. Yeah, so. Well, and then our friend Matt Dwyer, who's also on Feral, was the best man, and he had to give a speech, and he was saying that he's really nervous to <laughs> give. A, he's like, I was asked by text this morning yes. to be the best man in this wedding. <laughs> I know that was hilarious, but he did a great job. His speech was really, um, really good too. Like, it was really heartfelt, and um, uh, but you know, also had uh, had the hilarity points as well, which is it's a, bit, a lot of pressure at a wedding with all these comedy people at it. You know, like I think seriously, uh, yeah. And Greg was like, "You're gonna say something? I'm, like, I'm not fucking saying anything. Not." not <laughs> Not with these people around. Not with Brody and Jack Black taking the mic. Bob Odenkirk. No, I've got nothing to fucking say. <laughs> well, a couple of years ago, we were at. David was in a wedding for his friend who works at Pixar, and he was marrying another Pixar artist. Uh-huh. So um, at the end, they had. It was like at the. Oh, the reception was at that tiki bar in San Francisco. What's that called? That tiki room that's down. Yeah, yeah. So um, there, like, it was fantastic, right? It's having little storms, and they had like. Like colored pencils and paper at every place that was like, draw a picture for Matt and Valerie oh. that explains how you like that. And I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm in the room with Pixar story artists and I, I did whatever I could. And like, then you have to go put it in the book. And I'm like, I suck. Oh. <laughs> like, it was like, no, I mean, they don't care, right? But yeah. I was just feeling the pressure of like people who are professionally good at this and you have to compare yourself. Totally. Like, I wouldn't have tried to speak in front of all those comedy writers either. God, no, God, no. They had like a crayon drawing thing at this wedding too and I didn't even try to draw anything good because I mean I'm really bad even when I try really hard so I'm like I'm just gonna draw a crap piece of crap because you know why he, why, why look like I tried and it's still crap let's just go with crap so sorry Jen I, I didn't do my best but my best wasn't much better so <laughs> is that Foo Fighters line or something oh, <laughs> it seems it, reminiscent it does doesn't it gosh I'll have to, I'll have to look that up 
I also forgot to mention, I saw Neil Diamond last week, which was so great. Like You did? Yes. He was, I didn't know this. Yeah, oh, you didn't know I saw Neil Diamond? Yeah, yeah. It was like a last minute thing. It was like, it's the 40th anniversary of Hot August Night at the Greek, and it was at the Greek, so which is walking distance <gasps> from where I live. So I'm like, fuck What's it, I'm going, I'm going up there. And I started in the nosebleed seats. And um, and because I was by myself, I just like worked my way down, halfway way down. down. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you know when you, there's people selling tickets outside, you know that there are empty seats. So I was like, I can find an empty, empty seat. So I moved, out, moved down halfway. And um, and then, it's funny, again, while I, uh, during uh, Sweet Caroline, um, uh, he kept doing a reprise of the ending, like, four or five times he did it but one of the times he's like my friend I have a friend in the audience Jack Black is here and then he got Jack Black down oh, and, and he sang he sang and I was like yay that's so awesome so when I, I was talking to them about it at the at the wedding and Jack and Tanya were like oh if we knew you were there we would have invited you to our box I was like it's so funny I went from being in fucking nosebleeds to being told I could have sat in a box but you know when were we going to coordinate that I don't know but that would have been cool too but yeah but Neil Diamond yeah he kind of talks through a lot of the a lot of the lines sometimes but um, <laughs> I think that's so funny like hands holding hands reaching out touching me touching you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it like that <laughs> not, i can't remember on that as much not so much on that but like on on play me be like you are the sun i'm the moon you are the words i'm the tune play me like that <laughs> instead I'm of singing it up but he, he, would save it. he would save it up for like the bigger songs i think he kind of saved it up for oh. sweet caroline but uh, i can't i think he might have like yeah kind of chopped it leading up to the big sweet caroline you know but he would like bring it out for that like he was saving it so he did good he's 70 72 i think yeah 71 or 72 i was gonna say yeah he's not even he's older than liza <laughs> yeah exactly he's older than liza but you know way more together than liza so. <laughs> Glug, glug, glug. Glug, glug, glug. So, yeah, that was my crazy weekend. That was a good weekend. Yeah. I, I don't really have anything nearly that good. Except that um, my son, here's my event. My um, my 10-year-old went to a baseball game and came back with a little red bracelet. That's like a rubber bracelet, like those yellow Lance Armstrong, Livestrong bracelets. Right. And it said... It said, stamp out the R word. And I'm like, oh, God, what is the R word? And he goes, retarded. And he whispered it? So I'm, well, yeah, because yeah. he's being taught that this is like a, a verboten word, you know. And um, I'm just like, ah, they're taking everything good away from us. I know. We're going to be like like our parents' generation who still say Orientals and Negroes, you know. I- like <laughs> Because, like, we just feel like, but we, it was okay for us to say it. We don't understand what the problem is, you know? Oh, and no. unfortunately, I don't think we're quite old like, enough to take that excuse, you know? We're too aware. So we're just assholes if we keep saying retarded. Oh. Yeah, it's like, and we're fully aware of the context, is the thing. Like, people I have called into this podcast before and said it's really insensitive that you say retarded. It's like, yeah, we know. Like, we understand that you're not supposed to say it. That's what makes it fun to say. And yeah. do we have retarded relatives? Or, or close people in our lives. Yes, we do, as a matter of fact. And yeah. it's kind of okay. You know, this is our prerogative. We're going to say it. And then people will say, well, if you simply this word. I'm like, I understand why you're not supposed to say it. If I had a child with Down syndrome, I would I would hate it, probably. I would probably hate it. But there's just, it's a fun word, and I don't know what to do. I think, so, I, don't, I, I, can't, I can't say for sure. I think I'd, 
I'd end up embracing it. Like I was just saying to someone today, because I keep my purse on the ground in the lunchroom, and every time he sees mm -hmm. it, he's like, "Oh, it's my wife says it's bad luck to keep your purse on the ground. Like you'll lose your money or something, you know? Uh, like it's a superstition thing." I said, "I always buck everything like that because I don't right. want to let this thing." Like I said, I walk under ladders. I do anything that you know, any superstition. I'll do the opposite. To, I'll do it just to say fuck this. You know that this isn't yeah. this isn't gonna get me. So I feel like you know uh, I, I kind of lean towards that I don't know because I, I haven't had to deal with it but I feel like I don't feel like you know what I don't feel is right anymore is calling someone a fucking retard I don't feel like I want to say that anymore do you know what I mean I feel bad now to say that and I wasn't very long ago that I would have said that but I'm, I'm now feeling right. that like it's slowly the, the the PC retarded thing is, is, is slowly but I feel like to call something retarded or that's so retarded that feels more yeah. innocuous and I, I feel like I'll have a harder time giving up on that but I don't feel like calling someone a fucking retard. Have I talked about yeah, about I when understand. I stopped saying faggot? No. Oh, because I used to, I mean, I never, it's funny because I've tried to think like if I was ever anti-gay and I never was, but it was more like a, like, oh, this is a great thing. Like, that's so terrible. Would you imagine being gay just because you don't know anybody like that? You know what I mean? So I would mm -hmm. sort of like just say, oh, you're gay. Oh, you're such a faggot. You know, just like, not like it actually mm -hmm. was the worst thing in the world just because it was just something that was demeaning to throw at somebody. You know what I mean? But I never had any serious mm -hmm. like, oh my God, that is so fucked. You know, I never had that at all. But anyway, but I used to just throw the word faggot around, not even at anybody gay, just because it's, it's just a just, fun word. It's, it's a, just it's, funny. It's so ugly. Like it's such retard. an ugly, ugly word. You know what I mean? So I think I should just say all the time. And then, um, and then my sister um, has a friend who who's gay, and um, he said something, just nothing. I was like, oh my god, I'm such a faggot. And then he just, we both kind of froze, and I was like. I am so sorry. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine, mm -hmm. it's fine. And I was like, no. And I never said it again. I never... Oh, interesting. I mean, I'm saying it as I'm referring to it, but I never called anybody that again because I just felt terrible, you know? So um, that was the last time I ever called anybody a faggot. It just makes me think of the Louis C.K. bit about the word faggot. He's like, he's like, I don't have a problem with anyone who's gay. He's like, if I was ever watching two gay guys, you know, doing it, I don't know why I'd be watching them, but I'd be like... Why are you stopping and looking at me? Quit being such a faggot and suck that cock. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And he's like, it doesn't need, he's like, I'm not trying to put down someone who has this, con you know, <laughs> condition. I'm, I'm saying condition, like in the terms of yeah, fetal alcohol syndrome or yeah. Down syndrome. But your Christian culture is, is rearing its Christian head as you, as you refer to it as a condition. <laughs> they think it's a choice. Yes. <sighs> Christian culture of faggots. So anyway. <laughs> Retarded faggots. <laughs> Don Tini will go there. Don Tini will say the thing you're thinking. Don Tini will dare to lose your dumbass as a listener if you can't handle this shit. Maybe half of Don Tini. Well, half of the other half of Don Tini is a pussy. Can I call us pussies, or am I now demeaning women? <laughs> <laughs> like we should be able to own that, don't you think? Of yeah, all the people, we should I be able to own that I have a pussy, one. just like how black people can call themselves niggas. Can't I call myself a pussy? <laughs> no, isn't that funny that I have such a visceral reaction to the to that word? Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I don't even want to. I'm reminded of the Louis C.K. bit again about the N word. So yeah, just yeah. look him up, guys. He he has some good things to say about these words. Yeah. Um, but you had an exciting, <laughs> exciting event on Twitter yesterday. Where you, last I looked, I checked your your NASA tweet got like seventy one retweets. Oh, seventy one. That's more than the last time I looked at it. Okay, yeah, I think this is my. Well, biggest... that was like twenty four hours ago, so it might be more than that. Oh now. wow, wow. Because yeah, sometimes these things go on and on after you you know the, the topic is over. But um, yeah, so uh, I was driving to work yesterday morning. I heard on NPR that Will I Am from 
fucking black eyed peas <laughs> is having a song <laughs> that's being played on Mars. <laughs> Morning ruined. <laughs> stop. That's so funny. Well, I guess it happened because I did some research later, and it's because I guess because he's part of this pro like pushing for kids to be interested in science and maths which is good and he was talking this is what I don't like that NASA's like conversing with this bonehead about about you know what's going on with the, with the Mars program like what the fuck you know so anyway they're talking to him about it and he was like oh wouldn't it be neat if like when it when it, when the thing got to Mars that uh, you know there was like some music playing he's like well what are we gonna do and he was like okay so he, he fucking writes this song to be played on Mars that's how it how it happened so when I I didn't know all of the details but when I tweeted this when I heard about it, I was so mad I tweeted okay now I want to defund NASA and then I retweeted a, a Rolling Stone tweet saying that his song Reach for the Stars was going to be played on Mars so anyway so it got 70 uh, something retweets apparently but it was a top tweet but he was retweeted by Greg Gutfeld from Fox News who's a friend of mine but I don't agree with his politics so then I see and in, in like the, the little row of faces that have uh, retweeted I see a little elephant Uh-oh. I'm like oh no is it, there's like a bunch of like anti-science Republicans like thinking yeah right on let's defund NASA it's like I am so pro-science I'm so pro-NASA I'm so pro-space and now these fucking right wingers are using my words to like my joking sarcastic words you know which are about Will I Am and not about NASA to like defund NASA so I kind of had a little panic attack because I was really worried that I was doing that but, but then I sort of thought well look how big Twitter is like this isn't gonna like defund NASA get over yourself so then I kind of didn't worry about it (laughs) this isn't going to defund defund NASA single handedly no no so So (laughs) then I I kind of wallowed in how many retweets I got after that so (laughs) wallowed or rejoiced wallowed and rejoiced yes so anyway but then I was left and then my my friend Justin and I were kind of texting about the whole thing because he hates Will I Am too and he's like everybody you know that you follows you would hate this shit you know and I was like yeah well um you know so he but he thinks it's good because he's pushing the whole maths and science thing but you know so we're just kind of debating the value of someone who makes such thin shitty music you know pushing for this like is it are we meeting the idiots down there like you know like how Discovery Channel's really dumbed down now and they have to make everything sort of like ooh lots of flashing lights and graphics so yeah. that idiots will be interested. I feel like they're doing that instead of just making science stand on its own awesomeness. So, yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm having kind of a real real sort of conflict about that. But anyway, but I did find out, I did hear the song, and uh, and he actually used a 40-piece orchestra. He specifically said he didn't want to uh, send up music that was made on a computer, which I thought was actually really great. So oh. I was glad to hear that. But then I wow. listened to the song. That's amazing. I'm shocked that he said that. Actually. I know, right? I was totally like, wow, okay, well, I'm going to like cleanse, 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 and like, look at this like with a with a clean slate you know so anyway so I listened to the song and it sounds like it's not it's not offensive the music part of it but it sounds like someone who's got a 40 piece orchestra and doesn't know what to do with it like it just doesn't have this rich sound you know what I mean so um, thinking about so his dreads thinking about his dreads but um, but the vocals the fucking vocals are still that fucking electronic-y sounding shit that they do and I really really hated it so um, I hated the vocal part of it so it was just kind of kind of harmless but yeah it was still like annoying because I feel like it's it would be like 
you don't like take like bringing pop culture in is just so cheap almost. You know, it cheapens the right. The way That's exactly. Of what why done. shouldn't they send classical music up or so, you know something, something a little more? Something that has been proven to be timeless <laughs> and proven the test of time. It's like it's like they just let Coke go up there and do an ad on Mars. Do you know what I mean? Because he's got a, this is going to be on his new album. Let's not forget this is going to be on his new album. I mean, it would be like like digging out Christopher Lloyd and getting him involved in like Doc Brown is here t- partaking in the mission to Mars. Like just because I love Back to the Future, I don't think that would be right. You know. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was well, I, I'm conflicted about it, but I ultimately I, I I hate the idea. I I think that kind of people that need that fucking idiot to to get them interested in science they're not really going to be stay very interested in science i don't think it's going to help so i'm a cynic but not yeah we'll, we'll we'll see what happens but i look forward to reading an article in 30 years time where a kid says yeah i was really inspired by will i am song playing on mars and i thought i really want to take a path in sciences you know I, I don't see that happening but hopefully i'm wrong i could see it happening to one person to one person <laughs> I'm not completely cynical. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, you'll go a long way with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> one only. One exactly only. Exactly one. So, um, so last week I told my story about texting who I thought was Don, our friend Don Cerny, a, you know, a bunch of random texts, and who I thought was Don kept saying, you have the wrong number, and I would not be convinced. I just thought it was Don messing with me, right? So... Um, <laughs> it goes back to when um, she sent me some kind of vulnerable email or text and I wrote back who is this just to scare her so <laughs> maybe this is karma or, or, or you know some serendipity because um, I found some more texts that I tried to send her and I thought it was her writing back calling me an idiot so here's here's the first one so the person writes me you have the wrong number after one of my, you know, intrusive texts, they're being polite. Yeah. You have the wrong number. So I write back, dear wrong number, go to hell. Because <laughs> I think it's Dawn. She goes, and this person is writing like with the letter U for the word Y-O-U, you know. Does Dawn usually do that? Write a U for the for no. Y-O-U? Yeah. No, but I was like, oh, maybe she's in a hurry. <laughs> I didn't want to believe. So I said, dear wrong number, go to hell. And they write, you can, because you're the one texting the wrong person, you idiot. <laughs> I go, glad to know they have phone reception in hell. <laughs> they write back, ha, stupid, fuck off. So there's nothing that this person can say to me where I'm like thinking, oh, maybe this isn't Dawn. Like the whole thing. I'm like, Dawn's staying in character, you know? <laughs> so a couple days later, I text her and I go, Kote just texted me that everyone's hanging out at her place. We're going over there. I wish you could come, but you're in hell. <laughs> Now they get really mad. They go, look, I don't know you or anything, and you're honestly getting annoying, so stop with this stupid little game and grow the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm just like, ha ha ha, you're hilarious. <laughs> and then it was a few days later that I was like, oh crap, I saw, you know, two numbers for Dawn, and I I realized what happened, and and I apologize to the person, and they haven't written back because they're they're probably not as stupid as I am. Yes, yeah, still a week later, <laughs> they not have paid attention back. to that. I think that's the smart route for them. <laughs> oh, bless their little hearts! If you're listening, please call the dong line. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Okay. So you oh, had a um, uh, focus on the family movie review. Of- oh my gosh. I love these focus on the family movie reviews because focus on the family is run by James Dobson and. Um, I kind of grew up 
being parented according <laughs> to his instructions because he's the you know he's like the face of the the christian right wing and everyone's heard of him i think so i don't have to explain too much but he has this publication called plugged in online that will tell you in detail all of the bad things all every single possible negative element in any movie so i think this is funny and on my stuff christian culture likes blog like the facebook page every week i'm like Here's my plugged in online review of the week, and I just pull out my favorite parts from the yep. review. So these are the most detailed reviews. It's pretty much the script, you know, they're like telling you everything that's happening in it. So, yep. um, and they have categories. Now, the first category is spiritual content, of course. Um, and my favorite part of that one for, oh, I'm sorry, did I say what the movie is? So this week's movie is Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Here's what they, here's what Focus on the Family had to say about its spiritual content. One of the vampires suggests that pure at heart humans can't be turned into vampires, but pastors can be, we're told. (laughs) Sexual content. Abe discovers a dead, bare-breasted woman. Okay, I like how how that's described as sexual and not violent content. Because they immediately jump to the boobs part, and that's a little something that someone who's repressed might do sexually repressed might focus on that i'm just saying yeah um violent content someone's thrown up against the side of the wall <laughs> and i enjoyed that because i couldn't tell if someone vomited against the side of the wall or was like slammed against the side of the road you know i'm like i hope it's vomited probably not but let's pretend um for crude or profane language milder exclamations include b dash dash ch h dash 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 and pr dash dash k <laughs> now you get to play hangman and figure out what those words were so is a bitch um, in hell and what was the last one pr dash dash k t r r dash k wait p r dash dash k oh prick yeah oh got it Yay! Yay! I win! <laughs> you win. You circumvented their system. <laughs> um, drug and alcohol content. A vampire smokes a long, elegant pipe. <laughs> elegant! <laughs> and under, they have, you know, a random sundry category called other negative elements. And in this one, they said, Abe never honestly tells his wife about his nocturnal exploits. And a shopkeeper threatens a former worker, telling him he'll use his scrotum as a coin purse. <laughs> <sighs> now I just want a scrotum coin purse. Wow. <sighs> yeah, so that that provided me about, you know, a solid hour of entertainment. Seriously. That. Why would you why do they even bother viewing movies like that? Know. Like I understand if they want to like do a movie like up and something that's supposed to be harmless, but they just want to extra double check it and screen it, you know. But, you know, doing a movie like that's just like, no, we just won't see this. A movie that has the word vampire hunter in the title. I know. Is there any negative content? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) And you're taking a historical figure, a beloved historical heroic figure. Oh my god, that that movie, like what is this whole thing of like taking historical figures and like making them into heroes, superheroes? Like what the fuck is this? Yeah, I don't have any interest in that. Like I don't have any remote interest in seeing Abe Lincoln being a vampire. No. A vampire hunter. Get it right. Hunter. Yes. Oh, that's right. He's like Buffy. Yeah. (laughs) They've reduced one of the greatest presidents in history to Buffy. That's pretty much what they're doing. They're bastardizing Abe's good name. That's right. I don't care for it. At all. So, um, while I was on the internet, 
looking up stuff. One of those rare times you were on the internet. Yes, what else happened? One of the rare times I was on the internet. I happened to get my feelings hurt because um, this guy who's he's a pastor in Pennsylvania and he he told me on Twitter he was like um, are you from or uh, he yeah he, he was looking at the Facebook page and seeing that there's a lot of negativity on there and I'm like no I promise good comes from this because people need to express their anger and their their negativity and, and they've never been encouraged to do that so this is kind of the phase where it doesn't look that pretty but I promise you I've seen people like move on and heal some you know and, yeah. and kind of get out of their system in this environment so um he wrote me an email I got yesterday morning and he goes are you familiar with the concept of mirroring it's when you hate something so much that you become the very thing that you hate you know and he wrote a few more things but it hurt my feelings so bad because I cry? felt like he was saying oh yeah like I immediately started crying and and because he and I had been emailing I thought we had a good rapport he was really smart I could tell he was kind yeah but he was very upset that people were saying you know bad words on my page and, and kind of being negative so he was he, when I when I read this um, I I just started crying because you know it, it touched tapped all my pastor baggage of you know being a pastor's kid and, yeah. and being shamed you know for any you know all that sort of thing and so so I go on Facebook and I'm like someone sent me the meanest email send me thoughts you know yeah and so all, immediately all these people like start jumping in they're like I'll kick his fucking ass I'll fuck him in the neck hole like <laughs> <laughs> being negative no. <laughs> But they, I mean, it was really lovely that everyone just came in to support me, and I'm yeah. like, yay, okay, people are like nice, and and then like after a couple minutes, I'm like, okay, maybe he didn't mean to be mean. Like I can see that, you know, you know, I was looking at this, of course, through my lens, and and I think that it may, it's possible he meant something completely different. And I emailed him, and I'm like, I don't know if you know how bad this hurt me. Yeah. But do you want to talk about it some more? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I didn't mean to hurt you. Gosh, I'm really sorry. Am I the guy who sent the mean email that you made your status? I'm like, yeah. He's like, wow, people are really mad at me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they're defending me, you know, and, and I'm sorry that I said that you sent me a mean email because I think you didn't mean for it to be. That's just how it struck me. And yeah. And so the thread just went on and on and got to be like 70 or 80 comments and, uh -huh. and we worked it out and it was really lovely. Oh, and good. In and, the, and I apologized to him. He apologized to me. That's <laughs> and so good. It was good. really cathartic. And then I got a few emails later. They're like, I've never seen anything like that happen on the internet. That's like, it never gets, never resolved. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I know, right? So that was pretty good. So That's I felt so good. good about that. And That's did you sort of clarify what he was trying to say when he said yes. that? And what, what did he say about that? Yeah, he was like, oh, no, I was just saying that, that I think that these people like are probably doing the pendulum swing because they've been, they were raised a certain way. And so then they have to swing the other way. And I'm like, yeah, I do agree with that because you have to find the balance that, you know, if you've been raised really stifled, then you're going to swing, you know, once you bust out, it's just going to explode, you know? Yeah, so. just going to the opposite isn't necessarily the best place to be if it's yeah. just reactionary but it's natural it's natural yeah, yeah. but if that's where you end up yeah. then it's then it's probably yeah it's not it's not sincere it's a reaction it's not a real exactly a reaction place. and so i'm you know and then he's like i see that you're making space for the reaction and um and then some people there were like really kind to him on the page and and i think that that made him see that there was like some good stuff going on there so that's so good <sighs> Yeah. That's so, so nice. So you have um, a page that you've started. Yes. Um, the Thoughtfully Atheist-ish Facebook page. And I want to know more about it because it sounds awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, Thoughtfully Atheist-ish. Um, it started with me <laughs> and Kate Jones and Danny Kahn, who are, you know, I guess you could call them stuff Christian Culture Likes alum. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that sounds appropriate. Um, but yeah, they're, they're two sort of you know uh, popular, you know, common co- uh, frequent commenters on uh, on stuff Christian culture likes. But they're Kate's. Uh, well, I hesitate to call her an atheist now because she's toying with the word atheist and wanting to use the label and all that. But whatever, she's she's definitely a non-believer. And Danny Kahn's coming out of uh, 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 you know being re- raised evangelical and, and well, he used to be a pastor. Yeah, exactly. So he and he's still sort of nutting through all that stuff right now. So um, yeah. So but so sometimes you know we three of us would get involved in chats on stuff Christian culture likes. But you know it's still coming from a, a, a Christian place. So you know we and we talked about this on the show before. But we'd be very careful not to tread on people's toes and just be dismissive of mm. belief because even though we know we don't believe, we, we like having this conversation too. But you know we don't want to come in and say, well, there's no point praying on that because there's no God. Like we don't want right. to jump in and say shitty things things like that so you know we hold back because we want to be respectful so um you know we so then we sort of came up with this idea to have a place that's you know similar conversations but at least more more non-belief leaning so that you know we're sort of free to just sort of take that line like well yeah well, we're not going to pray because duh you know like that's sort of the, yeah. the, 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 the basis of it so um yeah, but it's 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 like a sort of an open place, and you know, it's not not being mean or judgmental because Lord knows atheists can be like just judgmental pricks if you have any <laughs> any if you dare just to like consider Christians. the other exactly if you dare to consider the other <laughs> side if you're actually open to what those crazy believers have to say you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. So yeah, we don't want to be like that. So and I think it's good. And I think Danny's like really finding it really helpful to have you know that oh, community man. that that's understanding of where he's coming from and not forcing him to be this hard hardline yeah. atheist. So, so, um, so if anyone would like to join, if you want to come over to the the dark side, um, a little more. <laughs> it's the a darkish side. The darkish side. It's not totally <laughs> dark. Atheistish. Dark-ish. Yes, it's uh, Facebook.com/slash/thoughtfulatheists. So um, yeah, do join us for for a chat. Um, yeah, we're just we're just small. We're just like you know, it's pretty pretty low key right now. And if it stays that way, that's fine. But yeah, it's a it's yeah. a it's a it's a nice place, and it's it's a good place. It's like the room. <laughs> You can hang out. <laughs> you have a good time. You can have a bedtime. You express yourself. Have a good time. Express yourself. Just don't hurt each other. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys haven't seen The Room, it's on Netflix. Get it. Yes. You're not allowed to listen to Dongtini again until you've heard it. That's right. And at, heard it after you've seen it. It's all on YouTube and as well. You, you can it. totally watch the whole thing on YouTube. What? Yes. Oh. I got listening to Eugene into it. He was so grateful. Stop I changed it. his life. I really oh, did. I love Eugene. Yeah, Eugene's oh my awesome. Gosh, that's so funny. See, we I love Eugene. And you know why? Because I've gotten to know him. Because you know why? He calls the dong line. And you know what else? He leaves comments. Yeah. So I might love you too. Yeah. If you call the dong line and you leave some comments. Yeah. Maybe. Just let us maybe not. Let us get to know you. We'd love to. Mm-hmm. If you call the dong line and leave a dong message, we will probably call it. I think ninety nine point five percent of all yes. the voicemails we've been left have made it on the air. If, exactly. If that if you care about that part, that sort of thing. Yes, and that's three two three three zero one dong. D o n g as in wiener, <laughs> and. Um, we really like iTunes reviews, even if they're mean. So um, I'm going to strike a deal with you and read whatever iTunes review you leave on the on the show. 
if you leave it. So that's just, you know, a little kickback to you. That's your consolation prize. Yeah, consolation. <laughs> <laughs> From me to you. You get my you get my scraps. Yes. Um so yeah, leave us iTunes review and call the dong line and um uh, we love you and until next week. Bye Simone. Bye Stephanie. Bye. Bye. independently in partnership with feralaudio.com, an artist-friendly podcast collective. This artist reserves the rights to their materials. Visit feralaudio.com for other original shows and learn about our community of artists that help make this collective possible. Thank you for listening to this podcast.